So we're looking at making our website. Should we uh, see if our name is taken on the internet already? I just typed in NOF and I'm finding some uh, interesting things. It looks like we got the New Orleans Abortion Fund. Ooh. Which, uh, that's handy. <laughs> yeah. That's about the New Orleans Architecture Foundation. That's Nof, yeah, which is marginally better, I guess. Like, I like that a little bit more. As far as avoiding <laughs> aggressive affiliation with <laughs> groups, we're not a part of that. Yeah, maybe we don't get the domain domain okay. name Nof. <laughs> I don't going, know. To, going to my most reliable resource, Mr. Urban Dictionary. Um, yeah, Urban Dictionary, not for the faint of heart <laughs> or for the eleven-year-old McKay's out there listening. <laughs> There's right. some wild stuff. Top definition for Nof: a person who has no IQ. So that's pretty accurate then. Someone with no IQ. Someone with no kind, IQ, and so. that's kind of the premise of the show, right? We don't know anything, but we're going to talk about stuff anyways. And totally, totally. You'll listen because you're my relatives, probably. If you're listening to this, <laughs> we love our little Nofers out there. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, someone's listening that I'm not blood related to. <laughs> If at least like a like a relative by marriage or something. <laughs> we appreciate yeah, you. Being anyways, with us yeah, today. yeah. Thanks for listening. Welcome to opinions that no one asked for, or ought no, or as Jordan always calls it, the no. If I don't get it, my name is McKay. I'm Jordan. And this is the show where two guys sit in my living room and we give our opinions on basically anything from fruit to uh, medieval torture methods, Justin Bieber and his multiplicitous hairstyles. He recently went back to the the coconut head. I did did notice that. Not a fan. I was kind of a fan of the bleach. I was kind of happy to see it back. It's kind of nostalgic. I don't have too much opinions on it. Yeah, we can we can dig into that later. I have lots of opinions about it, um, but yeah, you get it. So today, later on, we're going to be giving you some hot takes. We're going to talk about Owen Wilson, why I don't think he should be famous, and his nose makes me uncomfortable. Um, we're going to talk about the Spider Verse, and then lastly, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about asking girls out, which is not very applicable to me, but very applicable to Jordan. Yay! Yeah, McKay's a. Uh super married i'm about as married as you can be but anyways but i'm single so uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that some more later but other than that what sliding through pinterest again you know where to find us <laughs> yeah swipe swipe right on pinterest <laughs> pin <laughs> pin not no ask for jordan i will be there that's the number one underrated dating site is pinterest <laughs> you go there to find your uh, your macrame um Make sure your wedding board is up. Beautiful mesh. It's true. It's true. Um, But just as we're getting started, what's been going on? How's life been? Life is good. Life is good. How about for you? It's fine. I mean... Just fine? Yeah. It's like I'm in college, as you may have noticed. And right now, this time in my life, at least the past like five years, it's impossible to separate the approach of the holidays from the drastic exponential increase in stress that comes with the end of the semester. Definitely. It's like Thanksgiving is in a couple weeks, which this might not be released until after Thanksgiving. I don't remember yeah. when we're planning on releasing this. But it's like, it's I'm excited for Thanksgiving, but it's coupled with this overwhelming dread at the pit of my stomach that's like, oh my gosh, like this is not even an exaggeration. By next Friday, I have 24 pages I need to have written about 
like 17th century American literature and Shakespeare, and it's like, <laughs> like those topics aren't bad, but it's just it's stressful. It's fine. Yeah. It'll be life will be a lot better in like two and a half weeks when I'm eating turkey and those papers <laughs> are submitted. Even if they suck, at least they'll be done. Oh, for sure. But I don't know what what's been on your mind. Good times. A couple of things actually. Okay, like recently, to be honest, I've been thinking a lot about skincare. <laughs> hmm. I was uh. Well, so Pharrell Williams just launched a skincare line. Weird. With uh, somebody. I feel like that's the that's the cash cow to get into right now. Or Honestly, what? you're probably right. Like I feel like I see more influencers because I feel like influencers, as they get successful, inevitably try to branch into more solid markets so that they can make real money and not just have to benefit off of advertising deals. Mm. I feel like I'm seeing a lot more get into skincare products than anything else. I mean, primarily female skin uh, influencers because it's kind of on brand for a lot of them, but I, I just see it a lot. For Williams, like, people have been talking about his skin for a long time because he's, like... Yeah, how old is Pharrell he's, Williams? He's 47. He looks like he's, like, he 14. Looks, yeah, he looks incredible. He's like Paul Rudd. And so I get eternal. Like, <laughs> Paul Rudd's like what fifty two. Looks like he's he only plays like twenty six year olds. In yeah. <laughs> but like a lot of interviews I watch with him, they're like, "What do you do for your skin? Like, how do you look so young?" And he's like, "I just uh, I don't know. It's like a lot of it's genetics, probably." Yeah. But he's like, "I exfoliate like crazy." And I was like, "Hmm." Okay. Can you define exfoliation for me? Exfoliation, from what I understand thus far. In my in my my journey to better see yeah yeah <laughs> my <It's, laughs> my journey with a capital J <laughs> shout out journeys um, <laughs> <laughs> the story I've been to like twice like, um okay yeah exfoliation I believe it's just like <laughs> it's like scrubbing the dead skin off. Okay, that makes sense. And, like, I think there's probably more to that, but I think that's, like, the basic general thing of it. Yeah. And so he just, like, goes hard and just gets all that, that dead stuff off. Um, and that's, like, his secret. Yeah. So are you, like, going to use his skincare products? Is that why you're interested in it? Or are you have you found interesting skincare products that you like? Is that why it's on your mind? I'm not trying to... Well, his, his skincare products probably like yeah pretty expensive really, yeah, I would yeah imagine. i'm sure i just go to walmart because i found out i went to like nordstrom one time and they have like right. a little makeup skincare area yeah that's thing. where i get my phone cases it's over by there <laughs> legit they have them for like six bucks <laughs> yeah. i know what you're talking about but my sister really likes this face lotion okay it's like mario badescu or something like that it's pretty good mm. i asked the lady <laughs> i like i never talked to a dermatologist before and i yeah, was like me neither how do i take care of my skin like, I'm a guy. I just, I do the standard. And Nordstrom thing. is historically the place to find skincare ex- experts. Of course. Yeah. That's what I figured. <laughs> yeah. And so. They're experts in, like, generic brand socks and skincare. That's what you get at Nordstrom. <laughs> I love getting my socks from Nordstrom. <laughs> <laughs> they do have good socks. <laughs> but, um, we, I just, like, asked her and she, like, talked about my skin and I, like, she said things I had never thought of before. And she then, opened um, your eyes. She opened, I saw. I saw the light. Um, <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, she put me on this this face lotion that Caitlin, Caitlin, my sister, the same stuff. Shout yeah. out, Caitlin. But it was like super. Like it was good. Like it helped a lot because I get like dry skin out sure. here. 
And um, so yeah, I was like, okay, cool. And then my friend Lily, shout out Lily. Lots of shout outs today. Yeah. But she's like into the skincare stuff as well. Yeah. So like, I'll ask her like, what's up with exfoliation? She explained it to me and was like, cool. And then she like, gave me some tips. And so I've been trying, I got some uh, exfoliator from the Walmart mm. the other week. Yeah, the, the other historical, um, focal point of dermatological <laughs> expertise in the United States. Of course. Of course. You just gotta get the basic things. I don't need yeah, anything too fancy. That's true, that's true. Okay, so, um, I guess... It, like, it feels good. Like, it, like, burns my... It's like the... What's that? The one shampoo? Oh, tea um, tree? Yeah, tea the, tree. The stuff I've only tried at, like, fancy hotels that have it in the bathroom. It's like, sizzles on my face. Yeah. Like, it's like a cool mint Yeah, burn. yeah. It feels so I don't good. even care if it's helping. I just want to put it on my face. <laughs> yeah. Okay, totally. so, my thing with skincare, though, is, like, I guess getting your recommendations through word of mouth is the way to solve this problem but it's like every ad i see for skincare or what i see in the store it's like made with uh mango urine and fish arms shout out fish oh we're gonna <laughs> shout out today um and it's like it's like oh i like mangoes and fish that could it's like it just seems so bogus like to me sense. well and like i see like Gwyneth Paltrow's goop stuff oh, okay it just seems like such a scam to me like for i mean no, I, I get I get there's a lot of other issues I have with Goop. She's done some pretty shady business practices in the past. And too. she divorced Chris Martin. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, that, that's um, where her business career took a downward turn. We got a good album out of it for my emotional yeah, true. feels. It's worth it. Yeah, he can do better. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I just, I mean, this is coming from someone who the most I've done for my skin in the past is like splash dirty tap water on my face before <laughs> I leave the house. Um, and my skin is awful Incredible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just yesterday I realized I missed a spot shaving and I just took my razor and just shaved it like dry and oh. it hurt. <laughs> but I was, like, I, don't, I was too lazy to actually do anything. And so obviously I know a lot about skincare. <laughs> But it just seems like so much of it is so bogus. So I guess, like, talking to somebody, I guess, about what works for them yeah. is the way to do it. Talking to the Walmart Nordstrom ladies. Totally. Probably but your skin, do. like, looks really good as I'm, like, looking at it for the first time. Yeah, I guess I'm also 23, though. I guess that helps. But I also I feel know. like if you start doing, like, skincare stuff, does it, like, make it kind of worse? And then you, like, always use hey, it to, like, keep yeah. up with it? This is... I thought about that because, like, there's guys... Because I didn't really do it until, like, high school. My mom was like, hey... Yeah, you should use this stuff yeah. to help with your acne. And I was like, okay, and I started using it. And that's like kind of got me into it. But like, there's guys such as yourself who like don't do anything. Yeah, and, and it's looks fine. really good. But I, I, I don't know what to look for exactly. But like, yeah, and I do think it's a lot of genetics. Like, I didn't get a single zit until I was 18. Really? And then yeah, I never had any acne. And then I had it like really bad for a couple of years. And I still, it's not as bad for me now. I mostly get acne now from, like, shaving poorly, as you may have heard recently that I have bad shaving practices. So my best practice for avoiding acne is just not shaving and growing out my beard, but um, I had to... It's a great tactic. Yeah, I mean, it works as long as you don't go to a school where they make you shave, which I do go to. Um, so this is a theory I kind of have about chapstick, and it's not... I know for sure that this is not 100% true. Because, like, my wife and her family, they just have inherently drier skin and lips, and so they need to, like, moisturize and put chapstick on a lot. And we live in a dry state, so it happens. But I do think that for a lot of people, like, using it creates a need. Like, I feel like people I know that use just started using chapstick a lot, like, a few years ago, now literally can't survive without chapstick. And I feel like this isn't 100% true, obviously, but for a certain 
population of people, like using the product makes you have to use it more. So what I'm saying is, I don't. I that. I'm mostly just rationalizing me not doing literally anything for myself besides buying my three-in-one shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and just wiping it all over my body for five minutes in the shower. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe that's just an excuse I can come up with. But I do feel like, like, like mo- using lotion more inevitably makes your hands drier. Or like I've heard from my wife that like using makeup more makes you look worse without makeup because it starts to ruin your skin. And like make your eyes more puffy and stuff. Yes. So like wearing a ton of makeup when you're younger, apparently. I don't know any of this from experience and so if this is total BS then Yeah, we really don't know what we're talking about. Then right reach now, out but... and give us social media engagement and our huge platforms we're building. Um shout out Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, if we just we're gonna have to actually make a Pinterest page when we release the podcast. Um but yeah, when you put on a ton of makeup, maybe when you're younger, then as you get older it's a lot harder for you to go without makeup because you look more makeup lists, I guess. Yeah. No, I can see that. But that also might be slightly psychological. Like, people are used to seeing you with makeup, and so it's weirder. Mm-hmm. But also, I do think it has a real effect on your skin. Yeah. I think my skin's looking pretty good now. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Cool. Well. Crazy. And it's, <laughs> I, I believe It's kind of weird. I was like, I think with this, I think, like, more men are going to get into, like, skincare stuff sure. in the future. Um, and I think it's, it, as I've been, like, experimenting sounds kind of weird but it's like it's kind of like you're like taking care of yourself you know you're, sure. like, you're helping yourself out it's kind of like a project on yourself almost it's like kind of fulfilling yeah and i also think that and the mint tingly feeling is just like yeah <laughs> yeah that teacher i also think we live in an ultra capitalist society and so if there's a, a niche to be filled it will be filled and there's money to be made so there's money to be made if men can be convinced by marketing executives that they need to worry about their skin they'll start worrying about their skin and then they'll start spending money on skincare products so uh, you really you really turn it on to capitalism real quick with that. <laughs> i'm just saying i mean that that applies to literally anything and i'm not saying no, that they sure. shouldn't worry about their skin but it's like like if you can make someone feel insecure about something you can get them to spend money on the solution I don't really feel insecure. I yeah, like, and I'm not saying that's why I either. I just wanted to know what... That's true. What is Yours is more of a spiritual journey. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Spiritually, like, I'm feeling really I, good I now. see the autobiography. My journey to, like, an, a zitless future. <laughs> Healthcare for men. By, or skincare. By skincare Jordan K. Sidiru, which is not <laughs> your middle initial, but it just kind of fit the, the <laughs> syllabic stress of the song. That would be, like, my ghostwriter name. <laughs> yeah, but you only change the middle initial. You don't change the rest of your name. So I don't understand about Owen Wilson is that his uh, why is he famous <laughs> I don't get it like, he's awesome I okay okay I, context I like Owen Wilson McKay is not that big of a fan of Owen yeah and I don't want to make it so binary but like I guess the more I see of him the more I just feel like he's just always playing Owen Wilson in a movie which there's obviously a market for that there's a lot of actors who make who build their careers on they, they find their niche and then they get typecast that every time and then they're more than happy to be in 150 crappy Netflix comedies playing Adam Sandler and get free vacations paid for by the movie budget. And they don't care about expanding their acting chops. And you know what I mean? It's like, 
Adam Sandler, though, he did make uncut that, gems. That's true. He has had a couple, but I do feel like the vast majority of his body of work. Yeah. He's playing himself. He does the same baby voice. I think it's like, it's fun. And I think if you're like a director or like trying to make a movie, like you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. And with you, those people. you know that as long as you keep your budget to a certain limit, you're going to make money. Yeah. You're not trying to get an you Oscar and it. you're not trying to break the box office, but you're going to make a profit and that's all that matters. That's totally. Like, and, and not that that's all that matters, but I don't think, I don't know, when I think of Adam Sandler and Owen Wilson movies, at least most of them, obviously they have some exceptions, they're not trying to, like, emotionally change the viewer. You know, they're not trying to artistically reach out and alter the, the market that they're entering into. They're yeah. trying to make money off of a comedy or a For rom-com sure. or sure. whatever, you know? Yeah, I think Owen Wilson... Okay, well, okay, Adam Sandler has, like like a big discography of like doing like his comedic his baby voice voice. <laughs> that's not even close but it's bad it's equally but I feel like Owen Wilson could be like a little bit more diversified in his movies but generally I think like the the character portrayal that you're talking about is kind of like the I don't want to say clumsy he's like, kind of a goofy like sincere dad like trying his best yeah 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 like I think of Wonder, like, it's kind of like, he's good at inserting a little bit of comedy into, like, a sincere movie, mm-hmm. or um, Midnight in Paris, everyone's a little bit more of a comedy, but still, like, some sincere themes, but he's essentially the I same guy, yeah, and yeah, not, I don't think they're bad movies, and that's what I'm saying, is, like, I don't think he's bad, but I don't know, I look at his brother, Andrew Wilson, and it's like, if you took Owen Wilson, and fixed his nose, and gave him a good haircut, made him good looking, same voice, same acting skills, but for some reason, this guy's been in, like, one movie ever church yeah. ball it's a good movie <laughs> but it's like i don't it, well, it's it's he's weird also to me. in bottle rocket okay i haven't seen is, it you mentioned that but it's so bottle rocket is owen wilson's first movie and it's wes anderson's first movie as well so owen wilson and wes anderson were friends in college and then they're like hey we both like movies let's make one so they made a short film called bottle rocket they submitted it to sundance it got popular, and then they made, like, a full-length movie, which I just watched recently okay. via some sketchy person on YouTube. <laughs> like, like the, the movie was, like, in the top left corner, and there was, like, videos of, like, stars swirling around the rest yeah, of the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. This is, a, this is a satirical comment. He didn't actually do that. You can't be... This, these words can't be held against him in court. He watched it perfectly legally, probably. <laughs> I mean, it was there. I didn't, I didn't download it or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> Anyways, it was really good. I saw Owen Wilson's first. Wow. 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 That's crazy. Wow. Wow. (laughs) But it was really good. And that's, like, what launched his career. And it's, like, interesting to see how him and... He's been, like, every Wes Anderson movie, I think, since. Um, Everyone. Isle of Dogs. Yeah. Really? He's in there? Mm -hmm. Oh. Sometimes his roles aren't, like, super big. Yeah, but they just work together. Interesting. He kind of like his crew, like Bill Murray is also like part of like Wes Anderson movies. He's in like cool. almost all of them. Um, but I think like Bill Murray is kind of like a similar concept. Like you know what you're getting with this actor, and they're gonna like bring a certain set of skills to the movie. Like, right. You know. You know what you're well, getting, and I, I think it's it's kind of the pattern of typecasting in Hollywood. Mm. Is like an actor will get started. And they'll branch out and they'll take whatever movies they can get and they'll do things more experimental or more serious or more funny. And then you get Owen Wilson 
in this situation who ends up getting typecast as this goofy lovable sincere guy with a bad haircut and a weird nose <laughs> sorry but i just can't look at him and not think did about you know things. that he like didn't know his nose was weird until he like got famous has he ever looked at his brothers who are him but with good noses <laughs> he like had no idea but like he never thought about his nose and then he got famous and people are like what's up with this dude's nose man and he's i like, what? i feel what's bad because i don't mean to be like nosist you know <laughs> a common okay issue plug the urban that one later yeah but like and like people can look however they want to look but i just can't look at him and not think about his nose so it 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 removes the suspension of disbelief for me in movies oh, okay. because i can only think about the nose interesting and then the nose makes me remember that this is a movie i'm just kidding that doesn't make sense <laughs> but it's like but it's like he has better acting chops than they make him use in most of his movies mm. you know and then he stuck there like i think of we just watched mud this week have you seen mud uh, with Matthew McConaughey. No, actually, it's Kay. not on my list for forever. Okay, so good. We good. just like randomly picked it. We've been scrolling through Netflix for an hour. We're like, oh, let's just try this out, whatever. It's like really, really good. Probably some of the best like movie writing I've seen in a long time. Interesting. Like we talked about it for probably an hour afterwards. Every character, you can talk about like their complex motivations and what led them to do what they do. And like, why I don't know. It's just way good. Even the, the villains are like multidimensional. Anyways. Yeah. I've been Ma- wanting to watch it for like years. Highly recommend. Yeah. But anyway, Matthew McConaughey, maybe because they kind of look similar, strikes me as kind of a, like an alternate Owen Wilson in that one he's a good never made that comparison in my mind before but like strangely works well they both just do a lot of rom-coms right Mm -hmm. although matthew mcconaughey is definitely more like the super hunky rom-com while owen wilson's the goofy like 35 year old guy wearing polos and khakis is matthew mcconaughey hunky i'd say he's hunky yeah okay he's pretty hunky (laughs) anyways (laughs) Uh, moving on anyways moving on it's like Matthew McConaughey, I can't, maybe it's because he's more cast as, like, this, you know, like, more ideal man and not, like, the goofy mm. goofballs. Right, but saying. he gets put into these more, like, these movies that make him, that exploit his his acting range more fully. Mm. Like, Interstellar or Mud. Like, just between those movies is an incredibly huge range of acting mm. that are emotional and he can be funny. And I think... Owen Wilson might have that within him, but I guess I'm just tired of seeing same old Owen Wilson just amazing everything that's going on. Ciao. Okay, that is an exception. His best work. Voice acting, pretty good. Lightning McQueen is his best work. He peaked. I cried. Um, I do really like Midnight in Paris, though. Okay, I I like really like that movie. Actually, what what is so good about it to you? <sighs> well, so. For context, before you explain why you like it, it's about a guy who goes to Paris on vacation with his almost fiance. Right, they're not engaged. It is his fiance. Oh, they're engaged. Okay, mm-hmm. and she's literally the worst person alive. Sorry, Rachel McAdams. And his in-laws are also the worst people. They treat him like garbage because he's an author. He's trying to write, and he realizes that every night at midnight, if he goes to this one street corner, it transports him back a hundred years, and he meets. F. Scott Fitzgerald and Ernest Hemingway and, you know, uh, Zelda Fitzgerald. There's a lot of, like, historical yeah. American writers and authors in it. And it's fun, and he's a goofball. He ends up breaking it off with Rachel McAdams because she's a jerk, and then he stays in Paris and pursues his dreams, and it makes you feel good. Okay, spoiler alert, but... <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically... The movie's been out for a while. I don't know if anyone's on the edge of their seat waiting to find out <laughs> how the end of the movie is. 
But, like, the movie... Well, he's kind of in a crossroads, too, with his career. Because he's been sure. writing, like, crappy movie scripts. Yeah. And he's like, I want to write, like, a serious book. Which is kind of interesting in context of him. If you're, like, thinking about his movies. That's true. It's kind of similar. He's been... said, like... He's been cashing in lame rom-com scripts. <laughs> and hasn't done his serious Oscar-grabbing drama yet. Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. According to McKay. I mean, I don't know. But, um... But I think, like... Uh, that was something I never thought about, but he's like in a crossroads and then he goes to Paris, like a place that he loves and he wants to enjoy it. And then his like fiance is a jerk, like awful, really makes me mad in the movie actually. Yeah. Um, but, but it does like, it does also make me feel good at, I guess this is probably my favorite part of the movie is how well Owen Wilson's character, whose name I can never remember, like responds to all the people treating him like crap he's like the most patient kind guy ever in the movie and i was like wow he's really great anyways no i did admire that about him yeah but um yeah he just like finds out he loves paris i think too he like learns that because he's like going to the past being with his like idols and people he's really admired and then towards the end he like learns that the present is like a gift not to quote yeah but like it's like good where he's at is like really good you shouldn't pine after like older times like imagining Mm -hmm. that they're better than what you have now totally you gotta live in the present and like take it for what it is and make the most of it and like live your dreams and like do what you want to do but like i watched the movie and i was like that was good like i found myself like thinking more and more about it after Mm -hmm. i watched it interesting and like finding these different themes and like relationship advice like things to look for sure. in it and I don't know it's like lingered on my mind more and it's like that's a lot more thought provoking than what I like, hmm. originally thought it looked to be yeah cause in my eyes it's like pretty I guess it's not necessarily a rom-com but just kind of like it's a similar caliber of movie for me it kind of felt like generic Kirtland signature <laughs> brand um, Owen Wilson movie but one that was a little bit more applicable to me than the normal rom-com stuff, which is mostly just about the romance. I get that. Because I feel like it was like a rom-com, but it also had, like, serious, like, concepts. Well, and it doesn't... It. Yeah, it's not centered around a love story. Yeah. It, it, essentially, it's him ending up breaking up with Rachel McAdams, and then mm-hmm. she goes and dates Bruce Wayne, and then she gets killed by the Joker. It's really too bad. <laughs> just kidding. Is she even the one that plays... No, she's no, not. No, she's not. <laughs> no, it's... Um, Rachel's just the name of the character. It's... Uh, Where's Rachel? It's... Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal plays okay, her, yeah. the second one. Yeah, she's the second version of Rachel in Batman movies. Interesting. But anyways, he's, <laughs> he's fine. I guess I he's good. Maybe because I'm recording about it on a podcast, I'm spreading more hate than I mean to. He's good, and like I enjoy these movies. Like Wonder, I love. I mean, I can't call myself a film critic. I'm looking at a list of his movies right now, and I've seen literally maybe five percent of them. He has done so many movies. He's done probably twenty five movies just with him and Ben Stiller together powerful combination yeah they're funny and like they're good movies the ones that I've seen but it's just like just get a different haircut someday man like why the weird mullet bowl cut thing and it's fine I don't know I will forever be a an Andrew Wilson stan though I will preach him forever good guy I'm happy when I see him in movies I like his stuff he's very relatable as a character and as like as a person sure that's kind of his thing yeah he's just kind of the goofy like I keep saying goofy but like, you yeah, know I get this guy like, yeah he's, I want to hang out with he's him he's imperfect he's funny trying his hardest but darn it he'll fall down every once in a while but don't you just want to rub his little head favorite movies with Owen Wilson okay. outside of Wes Anderson movies 
but Zoolander, Classic. super funny. So funny. Um, and then Shanghai Nights with Jackie Chan. Oh, I haven't seen it. Great movie. I watched it when I was like a kid with my aunt. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> well, I love you, Owen. Speaking of movies and and really good segues. (laughs) Ah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there have been recent reports recently about the next Spider-Man movie. The next Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Correct, yes. Our most current iteration of Spider-Man. Yes, correct. Um, And there have been reports, rumors... I don't know if we've had a confirmation yet, but basically what they're saying is that our good friend Toby and as Toby McGuire. Oh, the original Toby McGuire. Okay. The other guy. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, thank you. Okay. They're gonna come back for the third one and they're gonna introduce like this like the multiverse and they're gonna try mm. to canonize the previous Interesting. men. <laughs> the, the, the spider people. <laughs> The previous Spider-Man movies, which is really cool. Interesting. And I'm, like, stoked for them to come back because Tobey Maguire was, like, Spider-Man was my my first PG-13 movie. Oh, my gosh. And so... Mine was Pirates, for the record. Really? Yeah. Terrifying. I was so scared. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) The movie's so scary. (laughs) I was not 13. (laughs) But, yeah, I was, like, so sick. I was, like... My dad was, like, don't tell... Anybody. Oh, it Don't was your mom. it was your illegal PG yeah. movie. Okay, Tobey Maguire gets so much hate, but those movies are iconic. Yeah, they're totally. they're not cinematic masterpieces by no. any means, but they're very fun. Oh, and totally. we rewatched them this year, and they're like way better than I remember it to be mm-hmm. honest. And like James Franco in there is way good. Like, oh man, I forgot about a lot of the gems Kill in there. My dad. I'm gonna stab you with my hoverboard. Yeah, just <laughs> say I don't remember what he actually says. <laughs> You're not my friend anymore. <laughs> probably what he says at some point it's like south park you sound like a dude i don't know south i've park. never watched south park before i couldn't tell you anyways so yeah they're gonna i wasn't allowed it. to watch south park i wasn't either i just seen the clip <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so yeah they're gonna bring him back canonize it and then my theory is is that they're gonna bring or make donald glover a spider-man hmm kind of hoping miles morales but he's also like kind of slightly too old for it. Well, potentially. so so in the first Tom Holland one, Homecoming, he plays Miles Morales' uncle. Correct. Who canonically is a villain. Yes. The name of which I can't remember, but he's in the Into the Spider-Verse yes, movie. Yes. So you think that they're going to take that character and somehow make him a Spider-Person? Well, he could be in a different you know, like oh, another Spider Verse, yeah, reality. Because like his mm. dream role is Spider Man. Like if you watch Community, he'll always like try to sneak in Spider Man like clothing or like s- like talk about Spider Man like, throughout the whole I didn't show. Know that. I gotta watch that show just for those Easter yeah, eggs, little Easter eggs, little Easter wavos. So it's pretty funny. And then, so this is my theory. I was like, okay, Donald Glover is gonna be in the Spider Man. 
in the Spider-Verse, it could work. Cool. We can make this happen. Sure. Make his dream come true. That'll give Marvel their uh, token black character because <laughs> they have been struggling with the diversity. That's true. Anyways, so Mr. Donald, <laughs> a.k.a. Choi Bong, yeah, a.k.a. There, there's Kane, another you know. Donald that you might think we're talking about. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> Donald Glover. Mr. Gambino. So, okay, go ahead. Sorry. He, he sent a tweet. A couple of days ago, a tweet on Twitter. No, no on yes, on Twitter. <laughs> on November sixth, he said, "There is a lot of magic coming." Y'all thought I was hot in twenty eighteen, which okay. is in regards to a new album. Because right, um, he said that that was when he released his last music was twenty eighteen. Right? No, he has an album come out earlier this year, actually. Oh, I'm which way, is like I've been way out of the loop. Way good. Because didn't he say totally that was going to be on. his last music? There were rumors, yeah. Or maybe his last music as childish. That's why. Yeah, that's that what was, it was. Yeah, maybe. Because um, I remember he made that announcement um, in 2018, and I was like, oh no, I like his stuff. Yeah. Definitely listen to the album if you haven't already. Like, way good. Noted. Um, probably one of my favorite albums of the year. Actually, definitely one of my favorite albums of the year. Sure. But, um... So we got new music coming, but I'm also thinking... Because in 2018 is when, um... When Solo came out. Oh, okay. And he played, um... Lando Calrissian... Calrissian... Calrissian? Sure. Whatever that guy's that name guy. is. That <laughs> guy. But he played him. And so I'm thinking that there's gonna be an album. And then also a movie. And we also know that Spider-Man 3 is coming out. Sure. And so I'm like... Which is what potentially if? the last Tom Holland Spider-Man. That's the only one he signed for right now. Really? Because they were going to cut him after the second one. Because Sony still has like partial ownership, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then Sony and Disney had this big tantrum, and then they finally figured it out. Anyways, he's only signed for one more. I mean, Marvel has historically signed actors for way longer than their initial contracts because they know that they're going to make a bajillion dollars per movie. But I'm to be honest, I'm skeptical of this theory. One, because your Twitter thing sounds like a QAnon it's interpretation. A it's a stretch. It's all right. It's all right. I'll give it to you. It's, I had a dream, though. Yeah. I And I don't mean... To, I don't want to shoot down your optimism. My skepticism is because I feel like Marvel has so much emphasis on the consistency of movies. Like, they work... I feel like they better than any other film franchise. Way better than DC, for crap's sake. At making, like, a consistent brand of movie. No, totally. Like, the most out... Landish like branches of their franchise have been, I think, the Netflix TV shows, which have gone a lot darker and a lot more adult. Mm-hmm. But they haven't even officially involved those in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Those are just kind of partially they have little, <laughs> yeah. Tiny ways, but they but... tease it more in the TV show than they tease it in the movies. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, anyways, so I I feel like they, I don't know that they would choose to take the Andrew Garfield movies and the Tobey Maguire movies and officially connect them to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they're both so incredibly different from the current Marvel brand of movie hmm. because they don't have the same I don't know there's just but such a have multiverse it's true and it, like it, would, it would make sense logically yeah mm. I agree that it would like fit narratively as to how it bridges but I just feel like they'd be hesitant to take like these Sony uh, properties and say like these are officially part of our canon mm. okay. you know because that's why I'm skeptical yeah. but it could happen I just think I've seen theories like this before when it comes to Marvel movies, especially when Endgame was coming out a couple years ago. Everyone was freaking out coming up with all these theories. Yeah, and yeah. Star Wars was similar, which is also made by Disney. It's all the same people. 
I feel like people had a lot of theories about, yeah, episode nine. Make and, it happen. Yeah, and people talked about how they were going to involve all these elements from, like, the extended Star Wars universe, and people were so excited for them to involve, like, all these characters from the books and stuff, which I don't really know anything about. Mm-hmm. But I know that Disney definitively decided to ignore all those theories in canon and just write their own new content. And so that's what makes me think that they will just continue to ignore those Spider-Man movies as if they never existed. Those are my thoughts. I think it does take stuff from the Star Wars books, though. Like Kylo Ren and certain things. Well, because in the books, like, Han Solo has a daughter with Leia, and she becomes a Jedi. Mm. And, like, like Luke like opens Lucy a new... Based. Yeah, I don't know a ton about it. This is, like, my apocryphal knowledge I've picked up from talking to people that care about it more than I do. But from what I understand, there was a lot of outrage when the movie came out because people were mad that I, I think this was especially when Number Seven came out. Yeah, um, that that it invalidated like a, this whole realm of ex- extended Star Wars canon that people had been depending on since the release of uh, the prequel movies. Totally. So that that kind of work by Disney makes me think that they'll they won't want to even worry about those other five movies of Spider Man when they go forward with these new properties. We'll see what happens. Like, yeah, I hope they. Sign him for more movies at the very least. Yeah, I think Tom Holland is He's been way fun. Great. I haven't met anybody that doesn't like. Yeah, it fits really well. Yeah, I feel bad because I feel like a lot of people really liked Andrew Garfield Spider Man until Tom I Holland came so. around and then he started getting all this hate. And I'm like, Andrew Garfield was good. I enjoyed those movies. Mm-hmm. I thought he acted the part really well, even if he does look like he's 25. I watched like a, yeah, he was like slightly like, he was a little a, too old. He was a little. He was more of like a skater punk. Spider-Man than Tom Holland who's the goosey yeah which I thought was kind of fun I like that take I liked him I was gonna say I enjoyed those movies a lot I was kind of disappointed at the sequel that I'm sure because they knew they weren't getting a third that they tied everything off so lame I was like there's so many cool like secrets they could have explored and mysteries Mm. they had set up in the first one but Emma Emma Stone died yeah Gwen Stefani yes so sad that's not her last name. I know. It's like, <laughs> I don't remember. Stacy. Gwen Stacy. <laughs> yeah, okay. That scene. Wait, is, was it Gwen? I think it was Gwen. Gwen, Gwen it's, Sta- it's, it's Gwen, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy's name. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, scene that is like so sad. So well done. The way, like, reaching out like a hand. I was like, oh. Yeah, my that gosh. is a heart destroyer. I'm sorry. We're just spoiling every movie we talk about today. <laughs> but it's been out for like seven years. Like, yeah. if you haven't watched it yet, sorry about it. Also, a really funny sketch is um, the Spider-Man kiss on SNL. Okay. It's with Andrew Garfield and Emma. And they, like, are trying to do the kiss, but they can't, like, do the kiss. And then Chris Martin comes in and, like, does the kiss. You have to watch it. I won't say anything else. Okay. I won't spoil that one. You know, it sounds hilarious Check that it you explained on it. YouTube. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than trying to explain a joke that you I can't know, remember all the parts of. Funny. I thought it was funny. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll, show you, okay, I'll, show you I'll right. tell you one thing about Tom Holland, though. He's hunky, too. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. Just saying, it's... I, yeah, they can't complain about it. It's a good-looking dude. It's not a hot take. That's a cool take. <laughs> no, it's a hot take. <laughs> Ew, gross. McKay, stop. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Opinions That No One Asked For or Otnof. 
Anof is hosted by Jordan Sidirud and me, McKay Menden, and I also did the editing. You can find us at otnof.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to follow us on social media so you don't miss any more of our Owen Wilson-based commentary. See you next week. Bye.